So I came upstairs and told my husband and he freaked. He got, he like jumped off the couch and he was like, <laughs> you're kidding. Like, there's no way you just made almost $10,000 in one session. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just, he was jumping for joy too. And I was still in shock. So I really wasn't <laughs> jumping up and down yet. I'm Tracy Lynn, a boudoir photographer and business coach, and I'm obsessed with helping photographers out of their ruts, sticking points, and holdups, and helping them find their way to the business of their dreams. Back in 2016, I left my job as an overworked dental hygienist and built a seven-figure boudoir business working just 30 hours a month. Every week, we chat about photography, pricing, marketing, and all things business. Join me as we uncover your path to sustainable success so you can find more fulfillment in a balanced life, all with a camera in your hand. This is the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. Hey guys, I'm about to introduce you to Chelsea of Chelsea Door Photography in Portland, Oregon. I started working with Chelsea in June of 2020. She was the first photographer to ever trust me to coach her. And I can honestly say that not only have I helped her grow her business, she's helped me grow my coaching business to where it is today with the results I'm able to help photographers get. I'm truly thankful for Chelsea, her friendship, and her trust in me to help her grow her business. She had been in the industry for years when she came to me, but she was still just making between three and $500 per session. She was booking like crazy, but she just wasn't seeing the money hit her bank account that she wanted. I think Chelsea somehow came across my Facebook group and I was offering free action planning sessions at the time for coaching, which by the way, I still offer today. I'll link those in the show notes as well. Anyway, we met on Zoom and we just hit it off. Our first call was in June of 2020 and we set up her price list. With that price list, she was able to have her first four-figure sale. She has had her best year to date, or she had her best year to date in 2020, even with the pandemic. And in 2021, she was able to hit the six-figure mark for the first time ever. And as of this recording in June 2022, she has almost hit the six-figure mark this year, and we're only halfway through the year. She will definitely hit six figures this year, and that's all while taking off three months for maternity leave. I know Chelsea never dreamed this was possible when we started working together, but I had total faith in her, my strategy, and in the industry in general. As you'll hear in this interview on our coaching calls, we always prioritize her to-do list because she's just one of those people who work better with accountability and to-do lists, which I think Honestly, that's something that most photographers need. Being creative, sometimes we just get distracted by the more fun things, you know? Business isn't always fun, but it is important. That's how we survive, right? So that's what I really want you to understand with this interview is even if business isn't fun, we still have to prioritize it. I really hope you enjoy this interview and hopefully it starts that shift in your own priorities as well. So welcome, Chelsea. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. You're one of my very first photographers to trust me to help you grow your business. And I'm really excited to introduce you to my audience. I'm really, really excited to be here, Tracy. Thanks for having me. Of course. So I want to start with just like an overview of your business. So like, when did you start photography specifically? Um, I started photography... The very beginning was back in 2016. 
Wow. That's, it's been quite a while, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Six years. It's pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and what made you choose boudoir? Um, you know, that's going to be kind of long winded, but, um, boudoir really stood out to me because of the confidence piece, which kind of sounds cliche, but I've done everything. I've done weddings and newborns. I thought I wanted to be a newborn photographer when I first started, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, done couples engagements and blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) I did boudoir kind of here and there in between those and realized it was a huge difference in my clients. um, When I got a, a shy, timid, very conservative woman into the studio that was like, this is so outside my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. do completely the opposite where she walks in that way and then leaves my studio completely confident just radiating with confidence and and excitement to go conquer the world and after a couple of those I just decided I want to do that the rest of my life so I stopped shooting everything else and I refer it all out now (laughs) that's awesome and I feel like that's how a lot of us boudoir photographers like fall into it (laughs) Yeah, you just can't beat the expression you get on somebody when they finally see their images for the first time. Just the fire in their eyes is priceless. I know. So what did the beginning stages look like for as you like started your photography business? Um, hmm, That's a good question. It didn't start out as a business at all. Um, It started out with me helping a couple of photographers that hired me as second shooters for them. Mm-hmm. And um, it just it kind of took off on its own, and I'm not gonna lie, I fell into business <laughs> on accident. <laughs> yeah, I think that's another thing that we all do, like pick up a camera <laughs> and we're like, oh my gosh, this could be my life. <laughs> yeah, I never thought it because it terrified me to be on the other side of a camera. Mm-hmm. I came from the front side <laughs> um, for years, and then to be like, oh hey, I want to hire you to work with me behind the scenes mm-hmm. I, I kept telling him I'm not going to be good at this <laughs> and I was <laughs> yes. so was there a magic moment when you realized that your side hustle was going to become your full-time job yeah um that was when I couldn't keep up with how many people wanted to book sessions with me literally <laughs> I was like um I'm working a full-time job that takes 50 to 60 hours of my time a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm running out of time and space to fit these people in for photos. And um, yeah, so I just kind of got forced into it, luckily. <laughs> yes. So is there anything that you would have done differently back up, like back in the startup phase? Um, this is going to sound silly because obviously you're my business coach, but I literally, if I could go back in time and tell myself some certain things to do and not do, my first thing to do would be to hire a professional business coach because I knew nothing about how to run a business. I still feel like I don't know anything. And so I think think you're rocking it, but I also totally understand that because when I first started my photography business, it was like I was throwing spaghetti at the wall for three years. And then when I hired my business coach, it like all came together. So I definitely understand. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No reason to reinvent the wheel. No, not when there's somebody who's already done it and done it well. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What is your dream for Chelsea Dorb 
photography? Ooh, my dream. You know, I felt like that changes a little bit, like month to month. Um, <laughs> I think that my big picture dream would be to have multiple studios um, and hire staff so that I can run different studios in different locations, maybe even in different states. Mm-hmm. That would be my big dream, I think. <laughs> And that could be a reality soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh-huh. So I feel like we need to tell the audience about something really cool that happened in your business a few weeks ago. So how did it feel making a $9,500 sale? Oh my gosh. I was sweating. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was like, okay, this person keeps, adding things on and adding things on and adding things on. And in the back of my head, of course, we always question ourselves, right? Like I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know if they realize how much these things are, even though the pricing sheet's right there in front of them. Mm -hmm. Um, This was a husband wife team that came in and the husband was uh, viewing the images with her and he kind of took the reins. Um, And I, at the end, I, I gave him the total and I was terrified. I was like, here he goes. He's going to cut like half the stuff out and go, oops, didn't, didn't realize. Uh-huh. Um, but with no hesitation, he was like, okay, great. Here's my card. That's awesome. What were your thoughts when he handed over that card? Oh my gosh. Swipe it. Hurry up. Get it done. <laughs> let him go. Like, don't say another word so that you talk him out of it. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That's the hardest part is staying quiet once they've like made the decision. I've had to train myself. Like once I make the decision, just say, here's your total. Wait on them to hand over the card. (laughs) Don't ever. That's such a huge thing too. If there's other photographers listening to this right now, the biggest thing when it comes to the sales session, regardless if you do it in person or virtual or however you do it, the second you get a yes, stop talking. Yes. Like (laughs) that's sales 101. Don't keep talking. You'll lose it. (laughs) Don't talk them out of it. (laughs) No. Yep. So what did your husband say when you, when you told him? Oh, he, I'm not kidding. So I came upstairs and told my husband and he freaked. He got, he like jumped off the couch and he was like, you're kidding. Like, there's no way you just made almost $10,000 in one session. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He was just, he was jumping for joy too. And I was still in shock. So I really wasn't jumping up and down yet. (laughs) just a few like didn't it take you a few days to even like let it sink in and tell me about it yeah I was like honestly I was so scared that I was like they're gonna call me and be like uh (laughs) you know buyer's remorse no not even close Mm -hmm. they're they yeah she already wants to come back and I'm like okay bring your friends for sure (laughs) all people just like you yes exactly send all your friends to me please (laughs) yes so thinking back to like when you first in your early stages of of the boudoir business when you made your first big sale how did that feel oh um you mean like after I hired you and had my big sale yeah because before that you were I didn't have a big sale yeah you had three to (laughs) three to eight hundred dollar sales average right uh yeah like rarely ever that high I was always around like 
four or 500 bucks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it breaks my heart. Um, (laughs) You got to start somewhere, right? Exactly. We all start somewhere. I mean, my first session that I ever photographed, I did it for $25. Oh my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) We definitely all start somewhere. Yes, we definitely do. And and that's totally fine, right? You have to learn somehow. So sure. definitely start low. I like um, to learn the hard way, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Get it all out of the way quick, right? Exactly. Um, no, honestly, when I had my first big sale after um, making the jump, right? to And mm-hmm. taking the leap of faith to hire a business coach. I mean, it was completely business changing and I would almost say life changing because you know I was very hesitant like okay here I go I'm gonna spend a couple grand on a business coach and I'm not making money right I'm making 400 bucks a, a shoot mm-hmm. on the side not making money <laughs> and then I go and make a big sale I can't remember what my first one was but big at that point yeah um and I just remember thinking well there you go you just paid for your business coach now you can just chill and let her teach you exactly. and so it was it was amazing <laughs> yes that makes me like I have literal chills thinking back to it because like I said earlier you were my first big client so my first yeah. real coaching client so it was like watching my little my little children <laughs> grow up <laughs> yeah like your little tadpole and look I at know. me though. <laughs> I know and now you make big sales left and right like one week you had two forty five hundred dollar sales or something and one week or one day wasn't it I think it was like back to back in the same day or something like that (laughs) yeah so now it's like old news to you it is but it's so great it's still Mm -hmm. it's honestly the excitement doesn't stop oh every time so (laughs) I totally agree like anytime I get a sale I'm like that was so fun yeah I think that's when you know that you really like the business side of it. And you have to teach yourself, everyone listening, you have to teach yourself to like the business side of it because I didn't like the business side at first either. But now it's like a little high every time you make a sale and it's so fun. It is. And I mean, honestly, you say like the business side isn't fun. It isn't. It's not my favorite at (laughs) all. Obviously, like we didn't get into photography Mm -hmm. to run the photography business and not shoot we got into it to shoot and edit and make people feel pretty yeah but it's so much easier if you know the person to rely on which is Tracy (laughs) because if you don't know business she does (laughs) and it's my very favorite part like I like photography it's great I love business so anytime we can talk business I'm excited yeah thank god for people like you (laughs) yeah (laughs) So what is your absolute favorite thing about boudoir photography? Oh, honestly, my favorite, favorite thing is helping women. And this sounds so cliche, but <laughs> I, I get a, per- and you, you said it earlier, like the personal high. Yeah. I get a personal high when I get a woman to come into the studio who is super insecure about her image, which mm-hmm. all of us are. Mm-hmm. But to see her then transform and love herself without me even doing any editing at all. Show her the back of the camera. Yes. And she leaves like, I'm hot stuff and I can, I can love myself. Uh, that hands down is my favorite part. Yeah, for sure. So working off that same question, what's your least favorite thing about boudoir? Oh, see, I... 
feel like I struggle with that. My least favorite, oh, blogging. <laughs> blogging. That's where I <laughs> Yeah. Back end business stuff. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> that is one thing. I think I even talked about you in another podcast that I just re- recently recorded. I was like, you've got my client, Chelsea, who loves in-person networking. She would do that every single day. She does it on vacation, but then yeah, I do. <laughs> hates any backend yes. boudoir, like blogging, email lists, like any of the backend stuff. Wow. Yep. And then you've it's got other clients. <laughs> and then I've got other clients that are the complete opposite. They do not want to go out in the world. <laughs> yep. So we, there's all kinds of kinds. There's all kinds of kinds. I hate the back end stuff. It's too boring. I don't want to be behind a, key, a computer. I want to be out and socializing, making yeah. people happy. The extrovert in you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to pick three words to describe what makes up a successful boudoir business, what would they be and why? Oh boy. Um... That is a really, really hard one, especially because there's a reason I don't like blogs. I'm not good with words. Um, <laughs> so if I had to pick just three words, like empathy is huge. You have to care for people um, to be successful in boudoir. You just have to care. Yeah. The other would be motivation because if you don't have the strong motivation to get through the struggles of starting a business, you won't be successful in boudoir or anything really. Sure. Um, And then the third would be, I don't know, uplift, because you've got to uplift every single person you talk to in like, just as a natural thing. If you don't naturally have that, I feel like you probably won't do well in boudoir. This is something that I actually blog about on my boudoir um, website is you can really like hurt a person's confidence if you're not those three things like empathetic and uplifting to them because like if you don't do a great job in the boudoir session, you can definitely like hurt a client's confidence. I had one client who came to me after she went to a different boudoir photographer because she had such a bad experience that she um, just had really low confidence when she came to me. And that's why she chose me the second time around because she wanted to make sure she had a good experience. Yeah, definitely. And it's, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's easy to mess that up if you're not actively one, if you don't have that natural caring personality mm-hmm. if you're trying to do this just because obviously we can make a ton of money doing it yeah um then you better focus on the things you say and don't say because it could really hurt a girl I mean right. we're emotional already but exactly I had one client just last <clears throat> winter I think and she said that um she had she used to model and sh- she had triggers because she um had an eating disorder back when she was modeling and somebody said words like suck it in or anything like that, then it just like set off something in her and she couldn't handle it. So she emailed me prior to the session to tell me those trigger words. And I was like, I would never say those anyway, but I will for sure make sure that I never say them then. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot for a woman to hear anything negative about their body because we already tell ourselves all the negative things. And if you like reaffirm those, you're stuck forever. Exactly. So do you struggle with comparing yourself to others in the field? Well, every day, (laughs) (laughs) every day. Um, I don't, I feel like I don't let it totally take over, mm-hmm. but I definitely find myself like either trying to find reasons why I'm better, which kind of sounds terrible, um, <laughs> or I compare in, you know, all the other different areas, but I do. And I hope that I'm good enough to know not to let it completely affect me. I know when I first, like when I first moved to St. Louis, I really struggled with that. So I had to go in and unfollow everyone, like all other photographers on Instagram, because it was messing with my confidence in myself so much. So oh no, yeah, yeah. I know that I, right now, like, I feel like I have my own style and everything. So it doesn't bother me anymore. I'm, I follow lots of boudoir photographers now, but <laughs> when I first started, I definitely, I had to unfollow all of them. <laughs> yeah. I love following. I I think the biggest thing that helps me though is knowing that I just have, I have a different style than most. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I catch myself going, "Ooh, should I try that? Like that kind of looks really cool." Like Michael Sasser, right? Like everyone knows Michael Sasser. Yeah. Everyone knows Tracy, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So everyone knows Michael Sasser. Or if you don't, I mean, probably should. <laughs> and his stuff is so fun and moody and mine is not and I don't even know how to edit that way yeah but there are times where I mean it's just fun to look at other really successful boudoir photographers and think man that's a really that's another really cool way to do it mm-hmm. you know and that doesn't have to mess with your current business just yeah. maybe something you enjoy doing on the side or whatever do it for yourself yeah and I think because you already have your own style. It's easier for you. But I know when I was um, trying to figure out my own style. Oh, yeah. It took a while. And that I think that that's why I had to unfollow everybody because I was working on my style. And every time you see somebody else shooting and everything, you're like, oh, I should probably try that. But you need to stick with your own style while you're building your business, at least. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Do you have a go-to confidence booster when you feel down or feel like you're not enough? Ooh, do you mean personally or business-wise? Either one. (laughs) Personally, um, yeah, I have my own boudoir done probably every five months. Uh So I have a photographer, a local photographer. Actually, I referred her as a client to you. Her name is Rayleigh, and she's amazing at photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does my boudoir often because I need the self-confidence piece. For sure. For sure. And yeah. So really good too. <laughs> You're lucky. Is, great yeah. in Portland. <laughs> yeah, I'm super, I'm super thankful for her. And she's actually one of the photographers that hired me at the very beginning. So we go way back. <laughs> so let's talk about building relationships within the industry. How have you navigated them? What have you learned from them? What does it look like? Do you have a lot of photography friends? Um, I do. So I'm connected with quite a few photographers, both in boudoir and not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more fun. I think it's, 
as long as you find the right people that you connect well with and they're not trying to you know be worried about competition or whatever all the other photographer boudoir photographers I'm friends with we all have completely different styles which makes it easy Mm -hmm. um but we kind of get together and we have fun times so I like having those connections plus I get my own boudoir done that way so (laughs) exactly so if you had one piece of advice for someone trying to stand out in a saturated market what would it be um oh I don't know if I have the perfect answer for that the only thing that I could tell somebody if they're anything like me is focus on who you are and not compare yourself as much as you can Mm -hmm. not compare yourself to the others focus on why you're doing what you do and the style that you want to promote um because for me and I know everyone's different but for me my clients tell me time and time again they chose me over you know any other competitor in my area because of my personality and how comfortable I can make them feel within minutes of just talking to them Mm -hmm. So focus on your personality and and the people that, you know, your ideal client, you'll attract them perfectly fine. For sure. And I think, I think that answer was amazing. It was perfect. But also like everywhere is a saturated market. I hear that so much, but everywhere is a saturated market. There's photographers coming and going every single year. So yeah. Definitely. And you can get a ton of brand new ones. I just did a bridal expo like two weeks ago or something. And every, so there were four or five other boudoir photographers and every single one of them was brand new except for me. I was yeah. like, where did you guys all come from? But that's normal. It happens. Yep. And uh, like some of them will drift on and some of them will stick around, but there's room for all of us. Totally. There's plenty of people. Yep. So how do you keep your ideas and your goals fresh? Any tips for staying inspired? Um, honestly, I feel like that might be even a little bit of a downfall for me because I'm always creative. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I wish I was a little bit less creative and could just focus on what works. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those that struggle to keep creativity, I mean... I think maybe, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but following other boudoir photographers gets me inspired where I'm like, oh, I've never thought about that pose. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it works in my style because it's a light, bright and airy. There's no shadowing. And maybe I saw it on somebody that has like dark shadowing with bright whites or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it works for me and maybe it doesn't. But I love switching up my furniture in the studio and switching up my poses. Yeah. And you you are definitely the complete opposite of me because I, (laughs) I like the, I like the, what I know sells. (laughs) Yes. hundred percent. Yep. Let's switch gears. You're a TLC client. So what actually made you look for a business coach? Um, honestly, I was struggling to figure out how to make my side gig, a full business. I went, you know, from side gig to full time, right? I had a baby. So I decided like, I'm going to just make the jump. And as soon as I did, I realized 
I don't know anything on the back, back end. I don't know any legal stuff. I don't know anything about anything besides take the photo and order the album. <laughs> so I knew I needed help if it was going to actually make me money. And I knew finding a business coach would be my first step, a business coach and maybe hiring a lawyer, which I did. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just honestly, God kind of handed me you because you were the first person I found and I connected with you and it has been miraculous ever since. So I lucked out. I agree. I am so <laughs> thankful that you found me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why do you think it's important for photographers to invest in education or one-on-one coaching? Oh my gosh. It's not just important. It's necessity. Like you, sure, maybe you can succeed. You can guarantee yourself success if you hire a professional They can tell you what not to do and what to do, you know, in the important things. I think, you know, you can, you can buy all the education videos that you want, which I've done in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, But in reality, if you're like me and you're like, oh, I watched it, but I didn't put it into effect or I didn't put it into movement forward. I didn't know how to do it, blah, blah, blah. A coach is so great because they can literally tell you step-by-step how to do something. And if you have an idea that you're like, this sounds great, I'm going to run it by my coach. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your coach is going to be smart enough to say, hey, that's going to be a big waste of your time and a huge financial cost that you really don't need to lose. Yep. Most of the time, we've honestly learned the hard way. So, (laughs) Yeah, but we can learn from you so we don't have to make those mistakes. Yep. For sure. So before we started working together, what was your biggest struggle? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Biggest struggle. I mean, everything business. I wasn't charging enough. I didn't know the legal requirements. I mean, everything. It was really just a hobby that I took full time. Mm -hmm before you because I didn't know how to make it a legal legit business yeah so what do you think was working in your business at that point and what wasn't working before you yep uh what was working the fact that people liked me Mm -hmm. like my personality that kind of that really was all I had (laughs) (laughs) um that was working well that and obviously I had another photographer that knew what she was doing who was teaching me how to shoot and edit so that was extremely helpful and you had beautiful work (laughs) uh thank you (laughs) but that's it that's all that I had going like everything else was the bad I didn't know how to keep clientele in order I didn't know how to anything (laughs) yeah we worked on your workflow I know we very first thing we did was just totally revamp your pricing yes so yeah, we, we started from, thankfully you had a good foundation. You had really great work. You had a good personality and you were willing to get out there and network, which I think really helped your business grow as fast as it did, honestly. Yeah. I will say for those that are listening though, I know when Tracy says we revamped Chelsea's pricing, that was a struggle. So don't, if you hear that and you think, oh, I'm not going to hire Tracy because I don't want to change my pricing. 
do not let that get in your way because I tried to push back on pricing for so long. And when I finally listened to Tracy and said, okay, fine, what do I have to lose? Like, I'll go back to it then. I've got to fall back. I can go right back to my old pricing. I have never, ever, ever gone back to my old pricing. In fact, I've only increased yeah. because yeah. I increase when Tracy says to, and it works. So just trust the process. And I mean, look at your $9,500 sale. I think that's proof enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys, I would have never done that without Tracy. I'm not kidding. No, nope. I'm not. <laughs> that makes me so happy too. I literally have chills right now. Ah, that's the truth, Tracy. I talk about you all the time. So this podcast is easy for me. <laughs> Makes me feel so good. <laughs> so how has focusing on your business actually impacted your work-life balance? Oh, I honestly, I still struggle with that. The work-life balance piece. Um, I've got a four-year-old and soon going to have a brand new baby in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure I'm going to struggle with it even more. Um, but having a business coach has really like rocketed my business forward because I don't have to waste so much time trying to figure it out on my own. Yeah. I would have, I would have crashed and burned a long time ago without you. So <laughs> having a coach really helped save me a ton of time and a ton of money, mm -hmm. a ton of money. <laughs> I think another thing that you said the other day um, during one of our calls was that you really appreciate that we prioritize everything that you need to do, basically every single call too. So that yes. you're not working on things that, yeah, you probably need to work on, but they're not absolutely necessary right now. We always prioritize what you need to do. Yeah. Still getting things done. <laughs> yeah. That's huge for me just because I struggle. I'm like, I have so much to do and I get so overwhelmed that I just don't, I'll do like little bits of each thing and never finish something. No. Um, whereas with you, I'm like, Hey, what's the top three things I have to get done next week that you think, yeah. and I will like buckle down and do those. And that is so helpful. Yeah, exactly. So you have a business that's more automated. Like when I say automated, I'm talking about your scheduling and things like that. So how does that feel compared to before when you were doing like all the confirmations, like scheduling them on your paper planner? Like, how does that feel? Oh, it is life changing. That does give me the little bit more of the work-life balance. Yes. Um, because I don't have to worry about like, oh my gosh, my phone's ringing, pick it up, you're going to miss it and you're not going to be able to ever schedule and they'll call somebody else. No, whatever. That's not going to happen because they called me because they saw my website and my website is set up perfectly to get them to click to book. It's very simple, especially with the system you gave me, which we use Acuity currently. Mm -hmm. um, automating everything like that has, so, oh my gosh, it's like, it takes so much weight off your shoulders and so much time off your plate of it trying does. to figure all that out. It's like, nope, here's the times I have. Either you want them or you don't. And most of the time it's, they want them because they look, you know, you're filling up too quick. Yeah. And how much fun is it to actually get that notification in your email or on your phone that somebody booked too? Like you didn't <laughs> have to do anything. <laughs> I love it. It's Still is so good. Every time someone books, I look over at my husband and I'm like, look, I got another booking. I didn't even have to do anything. <laughs> yes. It's still my favorite. I've been, I've had this system for, I don't even know how long now, like four or five years. And every time I get a booking, I'm like, 
that's so fun. It's like a yeah. little high. Like I, and then it, and then it gives me excited to be like, who is she? Where is she from? Why did, how did she find me? <laughs> yeah. I have to go look at like my questionnaire in there so I can see who she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is there anything you want to add? Anything you want to tell the audience that we haven't covered? Um, anything that we have, I mean, no, I can just reiterate <laughs> the fact that you guys, if you're struggling and thinking, oh my gosh, business coaches are so expensive. They are, but you're going to make that money back so fast, mm -hmm. so fast. And I know I hesitated at the beginning. Everyone does. Um, but if you know, you want to actually make your business a successful thriving business, Stop thinking about it and just do it. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, can you tell the audience where to follow you? Sure. Um, my Instagram is at Chelsea Door Boudoir. Um, I'm not sure if we can link that in somewhere oh, with podcast. Yep. I'll definitely. Um, also, <laughs> she spells her name. Chelsea Dorr, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y-D-O-R-R, -E -E just so you know. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and yep. it's the same handle on Facebook and Instagram, Chelsea Dorr Boudoir, um, and then just ChelseaDorr.com for my website. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. I really appreciate your time. And I guess I'll talk to you soon for our coaching call. Definitely. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Chelsea. I know that I always love our chats. Honestly, I feel like all of my clients become my friends, so I will probably say that about all of my interviews, but I'm seriously so proud of how far she's come in just two years, and I can't wait to see how far she goes with this business. Well, that's it for today, guys. I will talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. If you loved it, be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Monday and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have an awesome week.